I'm going to an exhibition. I'm going to the opening of an exhibition. And the exhibition is going to be on display until September in Carlo, a place I've never been to in Ireland. Apparently the whole county of Carlo has got 54,000 people and over 20,000 of them are living in Carlo town. And I'm going there because my sister is exhibiting a new film. It's a film about potatoes. Well, actually, it's a film about power and influence, cultural inheritance, and sustainability. All, uh, all seen through the the eyes of a potato. Now, this is a terrible introduction to something that is much more eloquently expressed by her on her website. But I've never been to Carlo itself, and there's a place in Carlo called the, the Vision uh, Art Centre. Or is it visual? Anyway, it's vision or visual. And it's, it's uh, over two hours' drive from Cork, and I'm down to the last 20 minutes, really. This glorious, glorious weather, magnificent trees, and occasion. Oh, there's some cows. Yeah, there are cows up there. This um, film also has voiceover in Irish by Nola Nigono, who's some would say the number one poet writing in Irish today. She's a wonderful woman, and I did a three-day workshop with her donkeys years ago in, in Listowel. I could uh, tell you a little bit about the exhibition from reading a little bit of what's... Um, it's called The Persistent Return. And it's, um, well, no, I can't read. I can't read and uh, talk and drive a car at the same time. I can do maybe two of those things, but I can't do all three. And I can't really I can read and uh, I can drive and read. I can read the countryside. I can tell you that there's a huge, big green tree in front of me and a yellow sign with a squiggle to tell me that there's a whole series of chicanes coming up. When I get to Chicago, to Carlo, I nearly said Chicago. When I get to Carlo, I'm going to shoot a bit of a video because I spoke to three people last night and another person today, none of whom had ever been to Carlo in their life. So none of us had been to Carlo and it was only when I went on to Google and Wikipedia that I realized that there might be something interesting in Carlo. 
I had never considered the place at all. I'd considered Kilkenny, which is famous, if you like, but I never considered Carlo. But Carlo apparently has been inhabited. Where Carlo Town is, has been inhabited for thousands of years. Well, let's say 2,000 years. I'm going through a place called Spink. S-P-I-N-K. There's, uh, the hedgerows are full of hawthorn and ivy. And uh, rowan. The fields are full of buttercups. I guess that's enough. There's plenty of daisies as well. The, the, the verges of the road have been cut back. Somebody's been along here with a, a tractor, with a, a unit attached to the tractor, which will you know, cut the grass. That's what it looks like. I have a suspicion that this is reasonably good farming land around Carlo. I've seen cows, mind you, that's all I've seen, so I'm not quite sure why I think it's a well-off part of the country. It's 50 kilometres I've got to slow down to now, 50 kilometres an hour. And in front of that was 50. And then within, what, 300 yards, 300 metres, I'm back up to 80. I don't know what's going on here. There are some evergreen trees, pine, uh, there's a plantation. We used to call them plantations. I wonder if they still call plantations. They're just a whole lot of pine trees. Nothing indigenous about pines in Ireland. What's indigenous in Ireland are oak trees, beech trees, alder, rowan. I'm not a great tree expert, but I just... Oh, there's Heaton's Bar. This exhibition opens at 7 o'clock. And I do hope Nola Nigonal will be there. She may or may not remember me from a long time ago. Why would she? Yeah. But I was one among 16, I think, or 15 people in a poetry class with her in Listole. And I remember sitting in, around the table and saying to myself, wow, I think there were 15 of us in all. So let's say there were 14 others. And I said to myself, there are seven people in this room whose poetry I think is really excellent. Loads of talent as writers here. And I thought, wow, that's a very high number for me who's a bit difficult to satisfy. And I, I, I remember it vividly, thinking, and now I kind of wonder, well, what, whatever happened to those people? One of them I know is teaching in the university in Cork and has definitely published, had published a, a, a collection or two of poetry. But I don't know what happened to the others. 
Well, one is active in Listowel as the uh, Iran creative writing groups, and he was the MC, Master of Ceremonies, at the open mic during the Listowel um, Writers' Week festival. The others, I, I must try and find them and see what's happened to them. I'm sure I have names. I think we probably put together a little collection of stuff to remember from the workshop. I'm not a, sure if my memory is accurate there. Such a beautiful evening. Light blue sky. Cloud, yeah, but nothing carrying rain, and plenty of, plenty of sky without cloud. Big tall hedgerows, so many different shades of green. I've had a day today where I've looked at different shades of green. Earlier in the day, I couldn't remember a single shade of green. And then I remembered bottle green. I think I know what color bottle, that's a very dark, um, dense green color, isn't it? That was the only one I remembered since earlier I was walking in the woods. Carlo is straight on here. Got a big house in there. Big fancy house. This place is called the Swan. Falta on Swan. Don't know what that is. 18 kilometers to Carlo. Oh, there's a huge blackthorn. A Scania truck. Oh, it's a, it's a tanker. And there's the Swan Inn. It's got a old cigarette advertisement on the front wall of the pub. A real kind of, well, it's genuine retro. <laughs> right, I think I'll. Uh, I'll break off and I'll come back a little later. I'm certainly going to record some stuff at the the installation. I have no idea how long the film is going to last. I'm just so pleased to go and be at my little sister's, at the opening of my little sister's exhibition. I've missed quite a lot of them, but then again, she's had an awful lot of openings in her life. So, um, but it's very special for me to be able to go to one. We are very pleased and proud to partner with the festival on the annual Open Submission Exhibition, which this year is titled Encountering the Land. And I would very much like to thank artist Orla Barry, Sean Kassan from IMA, and Emma Lucy O'Brien from Here in Visual for their inspired selection of the exhibition, and also to Emma Lucy for her very beautiful curation. But 
that is only a quarter of our summer season here in Visual. So I'm also very pleased and proud that this evening we have the premiere of Deirdre O'Mahony's new film work, The Persistent Return, upstairs in the Digital Gallery. The film is a co-production between ourselves and uh, Workhouse Union, and it will be going on to Leeuwarden in the Netherlands as part of the European Catholic Culture Programme later on this year. Um, Workhouse Union are also our co-producers in Town Planners in the Studio Gallery. Uh, this is a year-long exploration of civic participation in urban planning. And for the summer season, it's looking at bees, beekeeping, and social enterprise. The artist uh, Ruth Lyons has been commissioned to work uh, on this subject for the season. She's going to be working with Carlo Beekeepers. We'd like to thank them for the loan of their hives. I'm sorry that we have potentially unhomed some bees in the process. Uh, but hopefully they'll feel free to, uh, to, to come and revisit. Um, I would ask you also to do the same during the season, just to see how Ruth's work uh, develops. Um, we're also very pleased and proud to um, introduce the work of Katie Watchorn. Katie, uh, this work literally had its birth in uh, a hill farm in Carlow, and uh, Katie was a winner of the Emerging Visual Artist Award in Wexford last year, and also of the Graduate Award of the Carlow Arts Festival Open Submission a couple of years ago. And I have to say it's a joy and a privilege to work with a young artist to help her realize her ambition and her potential in what is a very beautiful and accomplished uh, exhibition. Um, <clears throat> I would like to give some thanks Thanks firstly to all of the artists this evening and to all of our many, many collaborators, but also a really special thanks to the team in Visual uh, who always give their heart and soul to making minor and sometimes major miracles happen. Uh, there are probably too many of us to name, but we all know who we are. <laughs> uh, I'd also like to give a very special thanks to Mrs. Watchor and Katie's mom because her rhubarb tarts and ham sandwiches fueled our install for the past two weeks, and uh, she set a high bar for other artists' mammies to follow. <laughs> and I guess on a slightly more somber note, um, members of our own team in Visual and in the Carlo Arts Festival have suffered bereavements in this last week. And uh, I would just like to say, Emma Lucy will totally kill me if I cry. Um, but I'd just like to say that the uh, Smith, the Mangan, and the McSweeney families have been in our thoughts all week, and still are. Thank you. Um, sorry, I'm now going to introduce Maeve McGrath from Carlo Arts Festival, who's going to tell you a little bit about a festival and what you can catch over this beautiful sunny weekend. Thank you. Um, Joe is usually here today, Joe Mangan is the director of the Carlo Arts Festival and she's usually here to present this today but uh, Joe had a bereavement this week. So I'm here as producer of the Carlo Arts Festival to just tell you a little bit about what's happening over the weekend but also to give thanks to some people who have, without their support we wouldn't be here. Um, I'd like to thank um, Emma Gagan, our chair and all the board of the Carlo Arts Festival. They've been tremendous throughout the year and they are a great support to the whole team in the office. I'd like to thank the staff that we have, Lisa, Ferga, Fiona, 
Lauren, Kira, Adrian and Sabrina and all our returning volunteers and crew who come back every year and they're absolutely wonderful and they help to make this festival what it is and it's growing every single year and we're very grateful for them. We'd like to thank our chief sponsors, O'Hara's who have this incredible pavilion out here this year and also to Hotron. Hotron sponsored the awards here for Artworks and we have two awards tonight for outstanding work. The Hotron Artworks Award and the Aegisjof Prize for work by a recent graduate. I have a few thanks to make. It takes a lot of money to raise a festival like this and it just doesn't happen overnight. We're here all year making the festival happen. So I'd like to thank the festival and events team from the Arts Council of Ireland, Father Khan, Avril, Eddie and all the team at Carlow College St. Patrick's, Anne Mulrooney, Emma, Lucy O'Brien and all the staff here at Visual who make it really, really easy for us. Kathleen Holahan from Carlow Local Authorities, the County Arts Officer Sinead Dowling and her whole team, Kieran Comerford and Carlow Enterprise Board and all our sponsors and donors. There are many people who give small donations and large donations. They're all inside in our brochure and I would recommend that you pick up our brochure and have a look and see who actually funds the arts here. Who comes along and says, I'd like to make a contribution and I'd like to help the arts festival exist here today. It's 39 years old this year, 40 next year. We're going on to great and big and better things. So what do you need to know about the festival this year? 75% of our events are free. And if they're not free, we're allowing you to pick your price on most of the things. So, for instance, you can pick a subsidised price or a super subsidised price, which will take you to five euro per ticket for some of our theatre and music events. I think that's very incredible. We have Artworks, which is continuing over the summer here at Visual, and we invite you to come in, maybe when it's quieter, and come and see it all. And there will be fantastic people here to guide you around if you need them. As I said, the O'Hara's Pavilion is outside. It's this incredible tent that has come to us all the way across the seas. It's sponsored by O'Hara's Irish Craft Beer, and we're very excited. It's going to really be the heart of all our music and theatre events that don't happen in visual this year. We have King Com Company this Friday night, Stockton's Winger in there on Saturday night, and on Sunday night, Lisa O'Neill and Rady Peter in there along with Nava, who are a beautiful Persian-Irish band. We're really excited to bring them here. We saw them at Other Voices down in Dingle, and they're going to perform in there on Sunday as well. If you like your cinema, we have The Goonies, which is our 80s classic, going in open-air cinema this year, Friday evening. Come along when it's dark after 10 o'clock. We have brought work from local, national, and international artists. Some of our international artists include the premiere of Extraordinary Bodies, which anybody who saw them here last year, they have grown, and there's a beautiful, beautiful show going to appear on Saturday, 2 p.m. and at 7 p.m. We have coming from France, Cidiptique, bringing their incredible show. This is just one of my highlights at the festival, 5 p.m. on Sunday. Mouthpiece are in here in visual. They're from Canada, and they've come over with a bath in tow, so that should be a very interesting performance. And tonight, if you fancy going along to see Atomic 3001, who've made the journey from Belgium, you can get tickets at the box office, and afterwards there's a DJ set, so that should be a really special performance. We're really, really excited to have four Catalan acts with us here this year. It's a really, really exciting collaboration. We have Kamchatka, who you'll find in the streets of Carlo on Friday and Saturday. Mr. Tonet, which is going to be here. It's a strange travel of Mr. Tonet. Children and 
children at heart will love that show and the trip which will be on street that's over 16s and you have to swear that you won't tell anybody what you see on the trip so that's a really good to actually sign a contract for that and wet floor who is this beautiful hilarious hysterical performance are going to be performing here at three o'clock outside in carla college there and uh three o'clock saturday and sunday so i would recommend that highly we also have uh, Donica Cahill's beautiful work of art, the gramophone is going to be here, it's going to be up in, in the Fair Green, and then it's coming down to Carlow College over the weekend. And also Tom Campbell, who has these most beautiful dogs that he's been creating with the children of and students of Carlow. There's a hundred of them going to go on a dog walk from Fair Green down here to Carlow College. They'll be here all weekend. If you can imagine a hundred papier mache dogs together, that's what that is, and it's really, really beautiful. And finishing off our evening, we're going to have Spree, RSAG, Fireworks. There's really so much to happen, and there are programs I would ask you to pick one up, tell people about it, because this is a festival that's growing. Our support from the Arts Council this year has increased by 34%, and that is a real uh, signifier of how important they feel this festival is, and they want it here for next year for our 40th anniversary, and we'd like to see you along as well. I'd like to hand you over now to Emma Lucy O'Brien. She's going to introduce our judges and she's also going to introduce the winners of Artworks. Thank you very much. Hi, everybody. Um, so it's an honor to be working again on Artworks this year. I've had the privilege of uh, working on it for the last eight years. Um, this year it's in the main gallery, which is a really great thing for, for visual, for the festival, and also for all of the artists involved. I'd love to thank the artists who submitted their work um, and were selected to be part of what is a really, really beautiful show. Uh, it really is down to, down to your beautiful work that uh, that's what makes it all come together. So um, in selecting the work this year, uh, we had the help of Sean Kazan from IMA and uh, artist Orla Barry. Um, so the two selectors, um, they have two winners. So uh, we have a graduate prize and we have an overall prize. So I'm going to firstly call out the graduate prize winner and I'm going to just read a few words as well that were put together by uh, Sean and Orla who I can see down in the crowd there. So the winner of this year's graduate prize is Sybeen Gibson. Sybeen's work is called Once More with Feeling and Plus X. So uh, what the judges said was, uh, we were drawn to the apparent simplicity and formal qualities of these sculptures. The forms are technically accomplished and clearly demonstrate a mastery of sculptural skill, yet they contain narratives beyond the purely formal. The use of wood and perspex is a perfect distillation of where we are today in our ecosystems, as plastic pollutes every part of nature. And just to introduce, we have Patrick Ryan from Hotron, our sponsor, to give us a check. Good check for a thousand. Uh, cool, very nice. Curators, for this, this means a lot. Thank you so much. And I'd like to dedicate this award to all the friends and families, family members of artists, because they support us through the tough times. And behind every successful artist, 
there is a family member or a friend rolling their eyes, thinking, what are they up to now? So, thank you. Thank you. And so, the winner of the overall prize uh, for this year's Artworks 2018 uh, is Maria McKinney for her work, for her work Double Muscle. who helped fund the SIRE project and UCD Artists in Residence programme and of course Dubai Genetics which is the place the, the bolster farm where I shot the work so big huge thanks to everyone there and here I'm Lucy O'Brien and the judges. Thanks. Uh, so just once again thank you to the artists who were selected from open submission but I'd also like to thank the Arts Council as part of this exhibition this year we collaborated with the Arts Council's collection so there are 11 works as part of this show which have been which are unknown to us for the summer um, so thank you very much for that so. Atomic 3001 is going to take place very shortly, but as we mentioned earlier, both and myself both mentioned that um, both organisations have lost friends this week. Um, Joe Mangan has asked that we dedicate the performance tonight to Stephen Swift, who passed away this week. Uh, Stephen was an actor that I've worked with previously, a very beautiful man, very talented actor, and he bore his illness with great dignity and um, we love him for that and um, we send the Mangan family and the Swift family the very best tonight and so it's in honour of Stephen tonight. Can I just say there is no entry to the show once it starts so if you're planning to go and see Atomic 3001 tonight you're going to be entering a dark room so be aware of that be ready to go in and we cannot allow you in if the show has started so if you are going to come along make sure you've got a ticket and enjoy the show and afterwards here in the bar. Thanks so much. Sorry, but I forgot to read out what the judges wrote about uh, Maria McKinney's work, and I know they spent a good deal of time downstairs thinking about it, so it would be a huge miss not to read it out. So, Maria McKinney, uh, for her sustained practice, there is real engagement in the practice of how art can relate to farming. There is a love for the animals and the farmers who live with them, yet inherent in this is a criticism of the manner in which the animals have been treated over the years. These animals are terminal sires, that is, their calves are the end of the line, bred only for muscle and meat. Combined with the portraits of the bulls are the sculptures made from the straws used to inseminate the cows. McKinney has woven and sculpted these into dramatic and sometimes abstract forms. The collision between the earthiness of the farmyard and the artificiality of these sculptures creates a dramatic and visual tension that reflects on this theme of agriculture and art. Thank you all, and thanks to the winners.
I've left the art center, which is called Visual, and I'm walking close to the center of Carlo Town, and I'm looking for a fish and chip shop. And it's a balmy evening, and I'm facing a two and a half hour drive back to Cork. So I do. I want to eat some fish and chips or something at least. Well, I got a bit of food. I got a chicken burger and chips in Supermax. So I'm now getting into the car for the next two hours and 20 minutes, I would say. <clears throat> return to Cork. So the first thing I need to do is to find out how to get out of Carlo. I haven't a clue how to get out of Carlo. My location to Cork. Press start. It's 2 hours and 14 minutes, 190 kilometers. Looks very much like as if I just drive straight ahead. Now, in settling down to have a nice journey, I need to charge my phone. I won't have any easy journey if my phone isn't charged, so there we are. Let's turn on the charger. Beep, that should be fine. Yeah, so. Let's try and get out of this town. Let's try to get out of this town. No idea how. It seems to be telling me to drive straight on and carry on. Let's see what happens. Turn off the air. Make sure the radio isn't on. Turn on headlights and edge gently onto the main street in Carlo. Well, what does it do? It tells me to turn right in 400 meters, which means that I cross this. The center of Carlo's got a crossroads. Yep, I'm fine. Everything sorted, the Google map is in operation, and I am going to follow the instructions. So there we go. Good old Carlo. I will uh, well, think more fondly of it in future. And just to reassure you, I did get home safely at about half past twelve and I'm in good state ready to go to sleep but certainly Carlo is has a great great visual arts centre completely blew me away 
and a few more nice things as well. So, I'll remember this in the morning. I must return to Carlo someday.